When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. This is the Tom Bernard Morning Show. The Tom Bernard Morning Show. Streamed every morning on the Tom Bernard Show app and anytime on demand wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, being what? a Scientologist, when you drive past an accident, <laughs> okay, we gotta figure that out. Like what is going what? on? Yeah, what the hell is that now again? I don't know, man. I don't know. Every time I feel like uh, they got it set up back at headquarters, I'm like, we're good to go. And then the goddamn spot fires off right when we get into the building. And yeah, anyway, uh, I'll go ahead and crack some skulls on behalf of Tom Bernard later today. So, yeah. Well, he's cracking skulls. Yeah. We're talking. Yeah, I'll do, it, I'll do it the old North Minneapolis way. Actually, it just sounds like every other radio show I've ever heard. So it's not a big Isn't that the truth? Especially the Yahoo. That's the way it is, man. Always has been, always will be. There's no. Oh God, what was the great? What the hell? There was a great quote. I, I was. I think it was a chat on Channel Five too. Something happened, and I don't think it was Rod Person, but it was, I'll think of it. I'll get back to you because I, I can't carry on. It'll take me too long to remember. But there was this. There was this great quote. It's like, I told him this would happen, and it did <laughs> live on the air. It was fantastic. <laughs> I told him this would happen, and it did. <laughs> Don't you love people like that? Yeah. Mm. No question. Okay, we should mention this morning that Rudy's going to be arrested because he floated a balloon across the United States and it crashed in the ocean. And then Brittany's going to prison because she's been charged with 32 felonies. So. It's not a big deal. Yeah. Ooh, you sound good. I thought you were just going to sound like shit. You sound great. I'm working on it. I sound rough. We're working on it. What has it been now on this show? Like two straight months where somebody sounds like that? Oh, I've been sick (laughs) half of our show. Oh, yeah. (laughs) For sure. Oh, when it first started, I was like, yeah, that's how happened. <laughs> oh, man, it's been rough. Like, settle down, settle down. That's all I have to say. A lot of, uh, a lot of good stuff uh, happening, or anything good happening. Um, well, I feel like I'm going to do more prison time than Brittany. Even though she has 32 sure. felonies, I littered. Mm, with yeah, that, with well, that balloon. So, and this I'm, is true. Yeah, that is, I mean, that's grounds for life imprisonment. Yeah. I just love the fact that, and again, I I literally am so far removed from this political battle everybody's going through. I'm a centrist. I'm going to do my best. I'll try to pick a good person to vote for and try to support all the things that'll help people out. But I I can't take these politicians anymore. It's got. I'm not even pissed off anymore. It just makes me laugh. You tune in from this station and that station. That son of a bitch is the worst man ever born. But our guy, oh my God, brilliant, wonderful guy. Come on, really? They go that route every day. 
look, uh, let's live our lives. Try not to commit any crimes. Pay your taxes. Help other people out if you possibly can. Don't listen to these people. That, what, are they going to all end up in prison now? Are they all going? Because they've already said basically now this is just the beginning. Mm-hmm. That both sides are going to go after each other in federal court. This is going to cost us billions of dollars for no reason. That's, yeah. I mean, you shouldn't commit crimes. Don't get me wrong. If you committed a crime, you should go to jail. I agree. Yeah, who would have thought that a porn star would be the one dividing all of us <laughs> yeah. by so much, they usually, man? They usually bring us together. Yeah, I mean, don't yeah. get me wrong. I've seen movies with Stormy Daniels in a prison, but never did I imagine that she'd be See? sending someone to prison. Well, you're right. She probably did a movie in a prison, I would guess. Absolutely, yeah, for sure. You know, I've never understood. Let's talk about that for a second. And again, I'm not judging anybody here. You live your life. You do what you do. I just never understood. Let's watch a movie of two guys banging or two people banging. Oh, what? I don't know. Why would I want to watch that? Well, because back in the day, you had to put it on a reel to reel. Now it's just on our phones. Like <laughs> that's true. You know, like I, have you ever seen that's the movie true. Porky's, where they're like, "We got a stag movie," and then they roll a projector into a classroom. I'm like, so wild. When did you? What? That's yep. insane. I Let's mean, all watch this together. I know. That's why I had such a problem with that uh, principal getting fired in Florida the other day, where she showed the the a picture of the statue of david to her class and parents oh, went bananas yeah. yeah and i was like have you seen what your kids are looking at on their phones like she that is fired for that oh yeah that was a whole thing here's the thing though when she got fired she was like oh okay i guess i'll just leave which made me yeah. think she kind of wanted to go mm. in the first place so yeah, yeah. but mm. wouldn't you if you were in that class wouldn't you stand up in class and go look i mean this is not offensive at all mine's like three times that size yeah, i was gonna you say know, just work the deal yeah there's got to be some smart ass kid in there <laughs> i was like look at that tiny little thing exactly I um I don't know. I, I watched a little bit of the news this morning, and it's the same deal, that there's this side, there's that side, and you and I are stuck in the middle, and who knows what to believe, and I just, I, there's balloons floating over the United States. Now they're saying they did record all kinds of material and send it back to China before they shut it down and crashed it into the ocean, and I, again, this is not, I'm a morning disc jockey, basically, is what I am. I don't know why you would allow that balloon to fly all the way across the United States. I still don't understand why they let that happen. And I'm not saying they're right, they're wrong, whatever. I just don't understand why you'd let that happen. Do you guys get it? Yeah, I guess, you know, I guess I don't know too much about the situation other than what I heard is that there was a balloon over Montana. And, yep. and I thought, well, all right, what are they going to find out about us, that yeah. we like country music and big trucks? That <laughs> just happened to float over all those big military complexes. That was a coincidence. Oh, see, see, I didn't know that part either. Yeah, I, oh, I gotta, yeah. I gotta get a little bit more uh, up to speed with it. But yeah, you're. I don't know. Uh, I. Also, the technology that they use. I mean, I, yeah. they talk about they're supposed to be, you know, one of the most highly advanced. Uh, infrastructures on the planet, but yet they're they're basically sending helium balloons to spy on us, and they're giant, yes. and we can see them. It feels a little archaic, doesn't it? Yeah. Well, don't worry about it. It's only a balloon. <laughs> I guess. I don't know. Yeah. I guess it all works out in the end. Look, look, again, if you're a Democrat, good for you. You're Republican, good for you. I don't hate Democrats. I don't hate Republicans. i just kind of stuck in the middle here watching it. I will tell you, it is, it is entertaining to watch you guys. Because now on both sides, on the far left and the far right on the national news, 
when one person makes a statement, somebody else on the show goes, oh, that's brilliant. <laughs> brilliant. What? You're reading a teleprompter. How is that brilliant? I yeah. Good for you. You want to live your life in turmoil? I guess it get, brings people excitement. Is that part of it, you think? Maybe. I think it's fun to keep people on their toes. Keep them guessing. Yeah. Like, you know, especially yeah. with, like with you, Tom, you talk about being in the center all the time. I feel like the the general consensus in town is that you're definitely more right than you are center. But then I hang yeah, out with you. Yeah, yeah I, but then I hang out with you and I hear the words you say and I go, I feel like you're a little more lefty than what people give you credit for. Well, yeah, there's no question about that. But they they want what they want. So yeah, that's the whole deal. The biggest problem you have with a lot of people, and I'm not going to use myself as an example, I use somebody else, that if you came up and didn't do what they did, in other words, you didn't finish high school, you tested out early, you went to college for one day, you didn't do what they did, and then you succeeded, and they were, are not happy with their success, you're the bad guy. I've never understood that. Maybe you should get off your ass and get at it. Let's go. You, you know, you're not going to get all the breaks in the world. Uh, look, I'm, I'm in one of those situations if Jim Chanel had never hired me here at 1500 KSTP, who the hell? I, I, I might be parking cars, which is not a bad job either, by the way. But you got to get some breaks in life, too. That's the other thing. But you can't hold people's breaks against them. Just because they got breaks, that's good for them. I'm happy for somebody who gets a break, right? Yeah. Yeah, I was listening to somebody talk about All in the Family, Archie Bunker. Yeah. And they yeah. said, uh, you know, back in the day, that, that whole song that intros the show is basically about how things were so much better back in the day. And yes. we look at back in the day as all in the family. That was our yep. back in the day when things were better. But society, instead of looking at the guy who bought the house and allowed his daughter and her, you know, lazy ass, his lazy ass <laughs> son-in-law to live with him, everybody looks at that guy as the jerk. And the guy who was actually in the right was the guy who, you know, bothered Archie all the time, didn't have a job, never got his crap together. That's the guy that we right. model ourselves after instead of the dude who actually, you know, uh, went out there and busted his hump and bought a house and provided for his family. I did to this day. I love that show, by the way, and I think it's brilliant. I don't know if it was timed that way. Probably not, but it was brilliant. The last couple of years on the show, he was celebrating the opening of Disney World. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> which I think is wonderful. <laughs> yeah, I, I I know all kinds of people, and you talk to them. I guess what we're trying to do, or at least what I'm trying to do this morning, is get through all this this national news of people 30 was it 32 felonies now they're that the trump's being charged with i think it's 32 something like that but they're all felonies now sure which is interesting and then you got biden on the other side he's doing this and doing that and the balloon he allowed the balloon to float across the united states now they found out they were gathering into so both of these guys have their tit in a ringer there's no question about it but but not to their own people i mean i'm sure that that trump to his people is is you know, Jesus and, and Biden to his people is the same. They, they adore these people. But then you have to remember that 85% of people in the world are really stupid. So what do you think of that? It's true. Yeah. Now, I just had a friend of mine, uh, a comedian friend that I tour with. He was just in San Francisco uh, at the punchline. And he, he does a Joe Biden joke. Nothing big. Super. Uh, it's very, like, obscure. It's not dirty. There's nothing about it. He barely mentions Joe Biden. And he brought his name up. And he posted this clip this past weekend where he brings up Joe Biden. And a guy from the back goes, stop it. And oh, he's no. like, oh, he's like, you got, let me get through the joke and yeah. see if you like it or not. And he's like, stop, <laughs> move on. He's like, welcome to San Francisco, everybody. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah. 
Isn't that sad? That you, it's a joke for Christ's sake. Can we get a sense of humor back? Come on, man. Yeah. Right. I don't know. Plus, yeah. If you if you let the joke play out, you, who knows? You might actually like it. Right. Yeah. Turn the mirror on yourself every now and again. I agree. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Try to calm down, see what we can do. I, I know it's really hard to do because if you watch TV and you do have a leaning to the left or the right, you're going to find whatever you need on television, and they're going to try to make it worse because they get higher ratings because you watch more. They're only driving you to watch them more so they can make more money. That's all they're doing. Yeah. You think they believe that crap? No, no more than you and I do, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, wasn't that Don Shelby talking about Rush Limbaugh when they met? And he was like, how can you say those things? And Rush was like, I don't believe anything that comes out of my mouth. (laughs) I don't believe anything comes out of anybody's mouth. That's a great part of that one. I look, you can't possibly believe the stuff some of these. Maybe, maybe they do believe it, I guess. But here's what I I, last night, Catherine and I um, got on a train, the Bright Line, it's called, and we went down to Miami. And uh, had a great time. The bus, the, 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 uh, the Bright Line has a deal where you take, you hop on the, the train, you go down there, it takes about an hour and 10 minutes. There's a bus waiting for you to take you to the, to the uh, stadium. You walk in. By the way, have you ever been at uh, Miami Stadium? Never. God, it's pretty interesting. They, uh, they got the big uh, shell of a roof, you know, that thing you can roll it back and the whole deal. But sitting there on it, see, here's the problem that I have. You know, Trump's going to do what he does, and Biden's going to do what he does, and yes, I'm concerned about that, and let's keep an eye on, on all these guys. Anybody that has power, keep an eye on them, because they're all going to F it up somehow. <laughs> right? Sure. Because you have too much power. You can't control yourself. Uh, it's just the way it is. But, you know, just... I sat there last night. The weather was beautiful. The Twins kicked the living hell out of Miami 11-1, to 1, which we'll get to in a minute. But this beautiful night, ran into uh, Bill, Bill from uh, Minneapolis-St. Paul. He now lives down in uh, Fort Lauderdale. Nice young guy. Took a picture, sent it back to his dad, and his dad said, Oh, my God, the 87 and 91 World Series. So they're already fired up about the Twins this year. Isn't that great? <laughs> they are. Yeah. I mean, you know, first thing that came up. But I'm sitting there with my beautiful wife, laughing, joking, having a good time. We're watching the Twins just kill the Miami Marlins. It's it's find something that makes you happy, and then you won't get so upset about the stuff that ups, upsets you. Calm down, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Be rational. Take it easy. Everything will be cool. But uh, uh, the problem we have with that, of course, is that people use other people. And they will prey on people who are not that bright. And I know that sounds really, I don't mean it to be mean, but it's true. They prey on people who can't reason through things. Because they still get to vote at the same level, right? Mm, Yeah, that is always the hardest realization, is that your vote counts just as much as my vote. (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. That's That's a tough road to hoe Mm -hmm. right there, baby. (laughs) So, yeah, I mean, i got to be honest with you. Last night, uh, I had a wonderful time hanging out with my wife, watching the Twins kill Miami 11-1. to 1, a Beautiful ballpark, gorgeous night, all the rest of it. Then we take the train back. We're hanging out. Just, just had a wonderful day yesterday. So I get up this morning, because I got a good night's sleep, because we had such a wonderful day. I get up this morning, and everything's wrong. It's like, oh, Jesus, not again. Well, Biden's doing this and Trump's doing that. And, oh, my God, what are we going to do? I guess I'm, 
I think I'm adjusting to the fact that it doesn't piss me off anymore. It doesn't make me sad anymore. I just kind of go, well, that's what it is. And if that's who you're going to vote for, then that's who I got to put up with. So am I worried about I can't worry about it anymore. I have no control. Right? Yeah. You have no control at all. None. So you, you guys, I mean, I'll vote. No question about it. I'll, I'll go into the, uh, the, the booth and, and vote. And You don't even go in a booth anymore. You just go up to this little kind of, what is that thing you stand up and vote at now? Like a little what, podium what you, thing? Little, yeah, a little podium. That's exactly right. Which is very, very nice. Look, I love living in America. Love being American. Luckiest man on earth. I, I BS for a living and I have my whole life. Is there a better life than that? You sit around and go, yes, you're absolutely right. And then they send you a paycheck. It's wild. Mm-hmm. So I got, I got, I'd like to be upset, but I just, and I don't like what's going on. Don't get me wrong. I don't like it at all. People taking extreme positions on things. And, you know, back in the day, I was talking to Chad Hartman about this. Chad, of course, you guys know him, works over at CCO. He's a very good friend. I've known him for 36 years, something like that. His father, Sid, and I were, were good buddies. And it still breaks my heart the last time that Sid saw me, he didn't know who I was. Isn't that say he was 100 years old? Now, yeah. let's be honest about that. <laughs> I understand that part. But even though he's 100 and he's, you know, hanging on and all the rest of it, to see a friend you've known for 35, 36, 37 years and he doesn't know who you are, that's, that's hard to take, man. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's painful. But you move forward. But, you know, I was talking to Chad about this. He said, Tom, let me ask you a question. He said, you, were always a, you grew up a Democrat, right? And I said, yeah. Yep. He said, so why did that whole thing happen over KQRS? And I said, well, you know why it happened. And he said, what do you mean? I said, management decided that since no one else was going after that audience, that we should go after that audience. And it became the highest rated show in America. He was right. That nobody, nobody would go near that stuff. And I'm kind of, I kind of like to pull someone's tit anyway. And I think that, that part of it for me worked out because Dave did know that if you want to do that, you want, okay, I can do that, no problem. Um, I have a couple of people in my family who will, will never talk to me again because of that. Isn't that amazing? They don't want to talk to you. Brother because of the, what? The, political, the whole political situation back in the days. Look, all they were doing, all we were doing was going after it. Now, it doesn't mean I didn't make friends and believe in some of the stuff and all the rest of it. But it's, it's the same old rhetoric and BS that every... It, you know, none of this is real. That's what I want to tell everybody. I don't care if it's public radio, if it's, if it's commercial, if it's podcasts, if it's television, whatever. It's not real. They're putting on a show for you so they can make money. That's just a fact. That's what everybody does, right? Mm-hmm. So calm down. I, I, you know, we'll, we'll see how it works out. Uh, you got your, your former president is in... Uh, is in Washington, D.C. Oh, no, wait, I'm sorry. He's in New York. I keep thinking he went to Washington. But he went to New York. That's where it was charged. So he's up there. We'll see how that goes. Um, I just don't waste a lot of your life getting whipped up about politics because it's all BS. I mean, 98% of it is BS, and the other 2% might be a little sincere. Did they put out a mugshot yet? I haven't seen. Are they of, going to? Of Trump? Of Trump? Suppo- I think they take it today. 
today. Okay, I, I heard something yeah. about it. That I mean, and, and you start to think about it. Like, yeah, he's got to go through the process. I mean, are they going to put him in cuffs? I feel like they. It's always weird when people that are of higher note. Uh, do you guys remember when the whole Lori Laughlin thing went down? Sure. With the college. Yeah. I mean, they sent a SWAT team into those houses. Yeah. It's like I don't know. Maybe you just call her lawyer and they just bring her down. You right. don't need. Yeah. I mean, what's it's oh, yeah. it's a white collar crime for God's sakes. It's it's not like Trump is going anywhere. You no. know, like, why do we have to do the whole, you know, uh, show of putting him in the cuffs and the, just bring him down, do the thing. I, I can't wait to see his reaction to his mugshot, though. Mm. <laughs> it's the best mugshot ever. Yeah. Look, it's the best numbers. Look at that. Look at that hair. Look at that. I, I look like a criminal. The best criminal. <laughs> the jawline. Oh, he'd be the best criminal. Yeah. He would have to be the best criminal. There's no question. About it. Beautiful. <laughs> Uh, have you ever spent time around people in that the, the higher level of office? Oh, hell no. No. They are not clear thinkers. Let me just, it's all about them first, and then whatever's behind them, we'll get to that eventually. Mm-hmm. They are. They're all like that. Every damn one of them is like that. So I don't know. We'll see. What, what do you guys, I mean, there's no way at this point, what, what do you think? Because we haven't seen, but they, uh, they claimed on the news this morning they turned all the charges into felonies. Is that right? Mm, That's yeah. what one of the channels was saying, anyway. I haven't had a chance to see it this morning, but certainly want to read up on it. I mean, 32 felonies or whatever. It's like, whoa, man. <laughs> I don't think uh, Al Capone committed that many felonies. Yeah, right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Thank God. So, look, you, you get all worked up. I guess it gives people something to do being pissed off at the other side of something. They take a side because they want to be pissed off because it gives them something to do, I guess. However it comes out, my family and I will be fine, whether we're better off, we're worse off, whatever, but we'll work it out because I love my family and hopefully they love me. I can't guarantee that, by the way, but uh, I, I just think it is time now to, yeah, you want to watch it. You're going to take sides, whether you're, you know, on whatever side you're on, good for you, all the rest of it. But don't let it destroy your life. Enjoy your life while you're watching this because it's all BS, all of it, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Calm down. Oh, kids. what a bunch of crap. So I just read this. So he will be charged with 34 counts, uh, felony <laughs> counts. But the source says Trump will not be put in handcuffs, placed in a jail cell, or subjected to a mugshot. Oh. Oh. Oh, I'm photoshopping one. <laughs> yep. It went from one felony, which they had to make up, from what I understand. Now there's 34 of them? Yeah. I don't like I said. I don't have a side in this deal. You committed crimes, you should have to pay for it. But my God, do we have to go so psychotic with all this stuff? Yeah. Hmm. I don't hate Trump and I don't hate Biden. Do I want to hang out with them? No, they're not my kind of people. I understand that. Get over it. Relax. Yeah. Even even though I'm not a Trump guy either, I feel like this is because bringing up Al Capone. Didn't they get Al Capone on tax evasion because they couldn't get him for the actual crimes that he committed? This sort of feels like that. Yeah, it does. A little bit, but. So we'll see. Uh, Look, if they send him to prison for life, will it affect me? No, I think it'll be BS, but it's like, whatever. You know, Biden does what he does. And all these people, you do whatever you do, and you get all whipped up. I'll just stay at home with uh, the missus and watch Leave it to Beaver. Perfect. Okay? Mm -hmm. We watched Leave it to Beaver two nights ago. (coughs) Watched two episodes. Laughed like a bitch. We laughed the whole way through both episodes. Really? Brilliantly written show. Very funny, because uh, yeah, you got dad to kind of, you know, he's running the business, and mom's running the house, and then you got uh, Wally, the older brother, he 
you know, Beaver turns to him and he's always got some smart ass thing to say to Beaver. Give it a whirl. If you want to just relax and have a few laughs and watch the American family. And by the way, I think it is the first show ever on television where every time Ward Cleaver left the house or came home, he kissed his wife every time. That's pretty damn cool, don't you think? Mm-hmm. How many times do you kiss Justin before you leave Brittany? He won't touch me right yeah. now, which is not shocking. <laughs> it's like so funny because like last night I went to bed at like 8 p.m. And he's like, I was like, oh, give me a hug and a kiss. And he was like pushing me like an arm mm-hmm. length yeah. away. He's like, no, no. Get away from me, you. Uh, yeah. I got to tell you one more thing was kind of funny because we took the bright line, as I said, uh, from Miami back up to the West Palm Beach area. And uh, four four young men got on. I suppose they were around 30, something like that. Um, three of them were black and one was white. They had been drinking quite a bit. This was on the way back from the stadium. And for some reason, the white guy thought it was a good idea to mouth off to me to show his buddies how tough he was, right? So he going, so I'm going, they said, hey, hey, we're going to go party. You want to go party? I said, oh, I can't, man. I got to get up in the morning. I got to work. He goes, What? I said, I have to get up in the morning. And I made it up. I, I lied and said I had to get up at 3.30. And he says, I have to get up at 3.30. So what? What are you trying to say? You don't want to hang up? The guy's barking at me. And I look over at the biggest friend of his. This guy was huge. I looked at him. He looked over at his buddy and shook his head. Don't do that. <laughs> it was really pretty cool. Yeah. He was embarrassing his friends is what he was. Trying to be a tough guy, he was embarrassing his friends. It was hilarious. Let me just, uh, first, I want to get enough. Yeah, first of all, you're so drunk, I could probably push you over and you'd die for correct. This guy was hammered, man. (laughs) (laughs) There he is now. He's calling in. But it was so cool because the big guy looked at him like, just shook his head like, kind of knock that crap off. Relax. I love that. Ladies and gentlemen, a little weather. Uh, windy, a few morning flurries, no accumulation though. Then uh, rainy and windy this afternoon with a thunderstorm possible, a high of 41. Tonight, rainy and windy with a few thunderstorms, low of 38. On Wednesday, very windy, uh, rain change in a brief period of light snow, 38. Falling temperatures late. Then, of course, Thursday, part, that's opening day for your Minnesota Twins at Target Field. Partly to mostly sunny and 37. Oh, that's cold weather for baseball, don't you think? Mm-hmm. I've been there. I've been at games when it's been in the 30s. It's not comfortable, no doubt about that. But uh, Friday, though, sunny and 50. Finally, we got Tuesday, we got Wednesday, we got Thursday, but then Friday comes sunny and 50 degrees. We're getting there. It's cloudy and 33 right now. So, like I said, we are getting there. It's, uh, what, April 4th today? Mm-hmm. Yeah, April 4th. Yeah. Oh, my God. Early morning on April 4th, even though it happened in the afternoon. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that was April 4th, though, right? It was, yeah. Yeah, Martin Luther King was assassinated on April 4th. Boy, that was a hell of a day. I will never forget that. It's like, why? Didn't the guy just ask for peace and getting together? So what's what's the bad message here? Martin Luther King wants peace, and he wants us all to work together. We better kill him. I mean, how do you get <laughs> to the point? Let's kill the guy that wants to compromise and work together. Yeah. What? It feels like that happens a lot nowadays. It really does, doesn't it? So mm-hmm. God bless you, MLK Jr. We'll be right back. A couple of seconds. Right now, my pillow has a massive closeout sale happening on their all-season slippers. Listeners continually make the My Slippers a number one selling my pillow product. 
And I have a feeling you'll want to stock up now when you hear this offer. When you use my promo code TOM, T-O-M, you'll get the all-season slippers for 25 bucks, regularly $149.98. Yeah, that's right. That's over 120 bucks in savings. Limited to 10 pairs at checkout. These will sell out, trust me. My slippers have an exclusive four-layer designs you won't find in any other slipper. The patented layers make these slippers ultra-comfortable, extremely durable. They help relieve stress on your feet, too. And you can wear them anytime, anywhere. They also come in a ton of additional sizes and all new colors. Just go to MyPillow.com, click on the radio listener square to grab a pair of the all-season slippers for $25, regularly priced at $149.98. Limited to 10 pairs at checkout. Enter promo code TOM, T-O-M, for this incredible offer. Radio listener square. Don't forget that part because that works really well. These will not last long, so order now. Tom here. Why should your business work with my friends at North American Banking Company? Here's Minnesota hockey legend Winnie Brown of OS Hockey. North American Banking Company has really allowed our business to grow over the years because whenever we have a question, we have the convenience of being able to walk in or we know exactly who to call to get things done. To learn more about North American Banking Company, go to nabankco.com. That's nabankco.com. Or visit any one of their Twin Cities locations. Member FDIC, Equal Housing Lender. Hi, I'm Mike Bryant. The latest statistics are out for 2022, and although 48 states, including Minnesota, have texting and driving laws in place, many American drivers still take part in this dangerous practice daily. According to the National Safety Council, cell phone use while driving led to 1.6 million crashes, and nearly 309,000 injuries occur each year from accidents caused by texting while driving. Scariest of all, over 3,000 deaths are caused by texting and driving. And these are only the numbers that have been verified. Who knows how many more there actually were? The bottom line is this. In Minnesota, we have the hands-free law in place for a reason. To keep you and those around you safe. The simple solution is please don't text and drive. It's against the law. By practicing safe driving habits, you can break the cycle of distracted driving. Find Bradshaw and Bryant, personal injury attorneys at minnesotapersonalinjury.com. Seeking justice for the injured. Bradshaw and Brian. The Angie's List You Know and Trust is now Angie, and we're so much more than just a list. We still connect you with top local pros and show you ratings and reviews, but now we also let you compare upfront prices on hundreds of projects and book a service instantly. We can even handle the rest of your project from start to finish. So remember, Angie's List is now Angie, and we're here to get your job done right. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I, or download Download the app today. This is the Tom Bernard Morning Show Podcast. I said new. No, you heard me. Mm-hmm. There's no question about it. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, 729 right now, 29 minutes up to 7 o'clock. It's 33 and cloudy right now. It's going to be 41 later on, but windy with a few morning flurries. No accumulation, though. Then rainy and windy this afternoon with a thunderstorm. We're going to get it all. Little flurries in the morning, then a little rain in the mid-morning, then a thunderstorm in the afternoon. <laughs> Jesus. Yeah, there's no shortage of weather in this area during this time of year. Oh, it's true. From now until June 20th. It's, mm-hmm. it's absolutely true. Get some nice days in there, too. Don't get me wrong. But Yeah, I thought I saw something. Uh, my daughter sent me something yesterday that was like, look, it's going to be 83. Like It's like next Thursday or Friday. It was supposed to be 83. And then as the morning went on, they kept bringing it down. I think it's right now a high <laughs> of like 74. Or like next Thursday or Friday? It's something like that. But it's it, finally, it feels like once you get those first couple of 50s under your belt, yep. now we're starting to move in the right direction. There we go. And that will be, ladies and gentlemen, on Friday, 50 and sunny 
Actually, it's going to be in the 70s next week. For, uh, mm-hmm. uh, Catherine was looking at the weather. It's going to be in the 70s next week sometime, I guess. Yeah. Oh, finally. It'll come and go. Absolutely. Finally is a good way to put it. Um, the average first impression is made in just 27 seconds. I know that to be true, as a matter of fact, because people have told me, well, Brittany was talking about it the other day, but I, I apparently don't give good first impressions, and I don't know that I'm not doing that. It, for some reason, a lot of people, when they first meet me, think I'm dangerous. For I don't know why. Is it because I'm built like an ape? Is that why? Uh, well, maybe the katana sword you have on your belt has yeah. something to do with it. Yeah. yeah, that's scary. I mean, I do understand I have 31-inch legs and 37-inch arms. I have a very big, deep chest, so I'm very monkey-like. I do understand that. <laughs> is that part of what this is all about? Yeah, the knuckles dragging on the ground don't, uh, don't help. Yes, yeah. mm-hmm. that's exactly right. They say you never get a second chance to make a good first impression, but you also have only a few seconds to make that first impression. Anyway, a survey found that the average person makes a first impression just 27 seconds after meeting someone else, and about one in three people usually make first impressions in under 10 seconds. What can you tell about someone in just a few seconds? This ought to be interesting because I've never read this before. You know anything about this at all, Rudy? No, I did read Malcolm Gladwell's book, Blink. I love that guy. Such a good book, yeah. He's a, yep. such a great writer. But yeah, so I know a little bit about it, but not very well versed in it. How many books has Gl- uh, Gladwell written now? Oh, Tons. yeah. I, I know he's got like his main six or seven that get floated yep. around. But yeah, he's got a ton of articles and things that he's written throughout the years. Yeah, terrific writer. If you get a chance, Malcolm Gladwell is a really good writer. Brilliant man. Mm-hmm. Okay, so what can you tell about someone in just a few seconds? Obviously, you notice their appearance, but some other things they say are uh, notice. Uh, they notice are a friendly smile. Good. I think I have a friendly smile. I have good manners. I know that because otherwise, Toots would come down from heaven and kill me if I didn't. My mother insisted you have good manners. Sure. Absolutely. Eye contact. I do that. See, I was told that's part of the problem that I have is I make eye contact with people, and and it's. Apparently, the way I make eye contact is scary or something. Hmm. I don't know why. I don't know. I don't think I stare. Punctuality. Well, I show up every day for the show on time, so that's good. Being uh, conversational and dressing well. Well, then I'm screwed. (laughs) I'm sitting here in a uh, shirt and some uh, gym shorts and socks. That's what I'm wearing, so I'm screwed on that one. Mm Mm-hmm. If you're interacting with a stranger, the first impression may be your only impression, but there are times when it's more impactful, like a job interview, a date, or meeting someone important in a friendly or family uh, member's life. But keep in mind that no one makes a good impression 100% of the time. In the survey, the average person said they think they make a good impression 45% of the time. That's probably about right, 45, do you think? Yeah, we're probably our own biggest critics when it comes to actually meeting people yeah. in scenarios. You know, like if you, if you have to have to get up and do some sort of public speaking, you get off the stage and go, oh, I sucked. But everyone's like, no, that was actually good. What are you talking about? Yeah, well, yeah, that's because you, yeah, from the inside of your head, it's hard to see how you're doing. Sure. Mm-hmm. That is very, very true. Mm-hmm. But in any case, yeah, I, um, I don't know. It's, and I never knew that. I talked about that before. I talked to Brittany about that, as a matter of fact. By the way, Brittany had to poop, so she went home. Mm-hmm. It's going to be a long one, I heard. So, <laughs> might be an all day or. <laughs> might be all day. <laughs> Poor Brittany. Poor Brittany. She doesn't feel well, so we've been making up stories for a week about the fact that she won't stop pooping, and it has nothing to do with her feelings. 
by the way, Tom, we're out of Charmin, so if you can put an order yeah. into Grubhub, have them swing by, grab some two-ply, make the studio a little easier to deal with. You know what's so cool about that? I'm looking, I just picked up my phone because you just called me a few minutes ago and telling me that she wasn't feeling well at all and she had to hit the road, but... That what a sweet picture that is of her. You know the picture she's got on her. Of the, it pops up on my phone when she calls me. Does it do that when she calls you? Yeah, the one with the big smile on her face. Yes, yeah, yes. Mm-hmm. Yep. I mean, just a lovely person. There's no question. She hangs around with Catherine and Alex and Andy and my whole family. And I hope she's not listening because I'm being way too nice to her. Yeah. You know. No, I mean, luckily this isn't being recorded and pushed out onto the internet later today. So hopefully she won't have any idea that you said all those nice things. So don't worry about a thing. That's Mm -hmm. what you're saying? Yeah, you're good. Uh, 38% of people say it's fine to start eating at a restaurant before everyone's food has arrived. Yeah, I'm sorry, but if my food is late and yours is there, why would, especially if it needs to be eaten warm, you don't want to sit there and let it get cold. That's ridiculous. Go ahead. Start eating. I agree with this. Go ahead and eat. If you're with family, I say go for it. If you're on a date, maybe wait. Yeah. Yeah, that's different. You're right. It's only two people. Mm Mm-hmm. What's your policy on people starting to eat at a restaurant before anyone else has their meal? A website conducted a survey on controversial restaurant behaviors and asked people if they thought these things were cool or not cool. Thousands of people weighed in, and here are a few results. We'll only do one of them, and then we'll get back to it uh, later on. I just want to do the top one, but there are a lot of them, and it's pretty interesting. Number one, 62% of people say it's not cool to start eating before everyone's food has arrived unless their waiter has specifically said there will be a delay. 38% said it's cool to start eating your food ASAP. Again, if the server thinks your food's going to be a while, go ahead and eat. I don't want your food getting cold. I don't have any problem with that. Matter of fact, I don't care when you eat. You want to eat now? Good. Good for you. Mm Mm-hmm. Who cares? Yeah. Right? yeah. I was at my daughter's uh, father-daughter dance for Academy of Holy Angels on oh. Saturday night. And I was a blast, but there was a girl who was sitting at the table and everybody's food had arrived. And while we were just sitting there, this girl just like took a big old chunk with the fork, stuck it in her mouth. And then all of a sudden uh, you hear from the God mic, uh, okay, everybody, bow their heads in prayer. And I looked, I was like, I knew that was going to happen. I Uh-oh. knew you were going to have a mouthful of food the second they started in on that prayer. <laughs> this poor girl was like looking around going, oh, am I the only one? Yeah, you were the only one. Mm-hmm. And that woman's name is Kristen Burt. It is. That's all I'm That's saying. That's right. First to eat. <laughs> First to eat, Kristen Burt. That's all we know, ladies Otherwise, and gentlemen. Otherwise, I get hangry. <laughs> I suppose. Yeah, I, do you care if anyone starts eating before you? I don't care about that at all. I personally don't. Uh, but if it's me who gets the plate of food first, I wait until someone <laughs> says, go ahead and eat. Do you know what I mean? I feel like I want their approval, so I'm not, like, chowing down while they're just sitting there starving. Yeah, I understand that completely. You know, Catherine's family, it's so cool because she has three brothers who range in height from 6'2 to about 6'6. Six, six. There's 162, 164, 166. And you should see these boys eat. Let me just tell you something. If you let her three brothers sit down at the table and let them start eating, there will be no food left. That's right. I live with I'm, one of those. My husband's oh, yeah. like that. Yeah, you were telling me that. I remember. I just, I'm talking about a mountain of food. And it's gone, man. It's it's something to watch. I will tell you that. My husband grew up one of seven kids. So if you didn't start eating right away, yeah. there's no food left for you. He knows. <laughs> Same story with me. Seven kids in my family and you know, not a lot of dose. Uh, you had to get to that Twinkie first. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> Got to eat. Got to eat. <laughs> so what's happening in Hollywood today, sister? Okay. 
I know that today there's only going to be one story on the news. So let's talk about what else you can watch if you don't want to talk about the one story that all the stations are going to cover, right? Because <laughs> it's going to be today's Donald Trump's arraignment, and you don't want to yeah. listen to that, right? <laughs> no, I do not. You're absolutely right. Exactly. I'll find out later. Exactly. You know what? You know that it's now 34 felonies? Did you know that? I did. 34 felonies? 34. Uh, obviously, it's uh, it's beyond just the hush money payment that he yeah. allegedly paid to Stormy Daniels. <laughs> so <laughs> uh, oh. it should be interesting to hear what those counts are. But if you are just like, because that is going to be wall-to-wall coverage. It is going to be media and political theater. There's plenty of other good things to watch on TV today. So good. That's what I'm here for. Um, I'm going to start off because I watched this last night. It's two episodes. I would call it like a mini docu-series, but it is so fascinating. It is the Brooke Shields Pretty Baby documentary on Hulu. So compelling. And I think for anyone who was around when she really emerged into the public eye in the late 70s, early 80s, um, and saw the movies that her mother was allowing her to do and what that meant um, in the public eye and what that meant to her and to see how she now sort of interprets that as an adult. It is so fascinating to see how it sort of paved the path for the rest of her career. Her mother also was a very big stage mother at the time. They were a a very bonded mother-daughter. But, of course, people considered Terry Shields to be overbearing. She was an alcoholic. Um, And and how that really sort of created the narrative for Brooke Shields well beyond her 20s and 30s. It's interesting. Can I, if I were the mother, I'd go, hey, let me tell you something. Uh, Show me a butt cheek. You're 13 now. I mean, really, Mom? Really? Think about this. I don't know if people remember, but she did a film with French filmmaker Louis Malle. And yeah, yep. she played a child prostitute in Pretty Baby was the name of the movie. Mm-hmm. I did not realize she was 11. I thought maybe she had been yeah. 13, 14 when she filmed that. 11. And you see just clips of the film, and it's shocking. They're not even showing the most uh, you know, shocking parts of the film. They're just showing these little clips, and I'm thinking, I would never put an 11-year-old in this situation. No. Um, and the way she was over-sexualized at a young age, Calvin Klein adds... Endless Love, oh, oh, um, The Blue Lagoon. Unbelievable to watch. Did they mention anything about her relationship with Kathy Griffin at all? They don't. Ah. They kind of gloss over the suddenly Susan years. Okay. Because it comes after her marriage to Andre Agassi, so it's kind of like a renaissance for her and painted in a very good light. Oh, sure. I know Kathy and Brooke have are at odds yeah becomes has been at odds with a lot of people over the years too yeah (laughs) interesting story though like how it all unfolded because her and brooke were tight and then she would always come out and watch kathy do stand-up and then one night she did a joke about uh brooke's mom on stage and brooke was totally okay with it it was like that's funny and then you know kind of gave her her blessing well then kathy went and recorded a special and then put that joke in the special, and Brooke lost her mind. It was like, what are you doing? She's like, well, you said it was okay when I did it at the improv. We're like, yeah, that's fine, when, but now it's on a special on HBO, and thousands of people are watching it. So that's where the riff kind of comes from. But it's too bad, because that show was actually very well written. Judd Nelson was amazing on that show. 
Mm-hmm. Judd Nelson appears in this docu-series, too. I'm like, who is that guy? And then mm-hmm. like, the third said Judd Nelson. I'm like, I, unrecognizable from yeah. what I've you know seen him over the years. But he, he gives a lot of great insight into um, Brooks' background. They're obviously still friends. Um, and I will say, I've watched a couple of Kathy Griffin's stand-up specials taped here in Los Angeles. She's really funny if anyone ever goes to see one of her shows. Yeah, one of the best. Did they bring up the Brooks Shields, uh, Michael Jackson uh, obituary? That, that is, that's one of the weirdest things I've ever seen. I, for me, it was weird. when she. I don't know if you saw it, Tom, but she was at the Michael Jackson Memorial, and she got up and told this very long, weird story about them running into a closet and hanging out together. And she kind of just made the whole story about herself. Oh. Well, they don't go into the obituary itself. They go into the relationship of yeah. her and Michael Jackson. Sure. And if anyone remembers clips of at least the American Music Awards, it was 1983. Michael Jackson's at the height of his fame. And not only did he bring Brooke Shields as his date, he also brought Emmanuel Lewis Webster oh, from that. the TV yeah. show, but he was carrying him around like he was a child. And I believe, <laughs> like Emmanuel Lewis at that time was like almost 13. So it was a very strange moment but she interprets it as they both had such hard childhoods and they bonded in a way it was never romantic even though michael jackson said that Mm -hmm. uh she was dating dean kane at the time which makes the whole sort of story even stranger um but michael jackson's like no she's my girlfriend (laughs) they were dating I don't understand any of that. I, I, well, first of all, you guys understand it because you've been around it, whether it's just, you know being on the air, doing interviews, or doing comedy, or working in Los Angeles, or whatever. These people are not like you and me. And, and I don't know why people think that these movie stars who are very, very wealthy and very famous, they're not anything like you and me. They think things way down the road somewhere. Wouldn't you agree? I'm going to say that I think fame creates a situation for a lot of actors. I'm not talking, there's a situation of what happens to child actors. And I think we've seen a lot of that narrative play out, but the people that as adults become famous, if they become that level of fame where you cannot even go to Starbucks and stand in line, you then create a bubble. And this is where the Kardashians are at. They cannot go to a mall. They cannot just like go to Disneyland. They -hmm. are doing they have to do what rich people do and, you know, create a bubble of security around themselves. And then they're no longer living in reality anymore. Didn't they used to give like two nights a year to Elvis Presley at Disneyland or Disney World? I don't remember which one. I think it was Disney World where they, they just turned the park over to him after hours a couple of nights a year just so he could go on the rides because he never could. He was too famous, apparently. Yeah, when you're too famous, you're not going to be standing in the Guardians of the Galaxy line <laughs> waiting with everybody else. You're going to be going right. through the back entrance and paying that that VIP tour if you can even handle that. I mean, of course, there are some people. I don't think Michael Jackson would have been able to do the same thing and no. spend a day no. at Disney. Elvis, so, that level of think- fame, you would never want that level of fame, honestly. No way. I th- thinking about it, it must have been Disneyland because didn't he die in 76? Elvis? Yes. I think he died in 19... And I think Disney World didn't even open until like 74, 75, did it? Disney World opened in 71, I believe. Yeah, because they're doing the 50th anniversary right now at Disney World. So, yeah. So it must have been 72, 73, somewhere in there, yeah. 
Yeah, somewhere in there. So he probably, well, maybe he did go to the, you know, the first year or so of it. But what, but yeah, they had to shut down the entire park and let him just, well, they it was closed anyway. Don't let me put it, I, I put that the wrong way. It was already closed, but then they turned the park over to Elvis so he could actually, I mean, they got to turn a park over so you can go on Mr. Frog's, what was that thing called again? Mr. Toad's Wild Ride. Wild Ride yeah. Mr. Toad, that's what it was, Mr. Toad, exactly. <laughs> that's exactly it. But if he's willing I, to pay, they'll do it. They will do it. Yeah. No, there's Fly no question the about that. No question about it. So what do you got going today, sister? Well, I'm going to see you again <laughs> at That's noon right. central time on the family. <laughs> so, Nothing and I, that. unfortunately I am going to have to do the wall to wall circus coverage today. So I will be watching a lot of that going on, but, uh, trust me, there's tons of other good things. 80 for Brady just dropped this morning on Paramount oh. plus. If you are a CBS FBI fan, there's a triple crossover tonight. Um, there's another new episode of American Auto. There's plenty of good things to watch on TV that'll make you happy and keep you in your nice little bubble. That's how things should be. Make people happy instead of pissed off constantly. It works right. for me. Works for me, now, too. I have a question. I have a question yeah. for you. And I don't know. This I, I'm not an attorney, and I'm just asking. If, if he's been charged or going to be charged with, what is it, 34 felonies? Mm-hmm. 34. Wouldn't they have to keep him in jail? That's a lot of felonies to let somebody walk, isn't it? I think because he is surrounded by the Secret uh, Service, he is going to be let out on his own recognizance. That's kind of weird. You get 34 felony charges against you and you get to walk? That's interesting. Well, he was president of the United States. I think sure, that is like your true. calling card for the rest yeah. of your life. Yeah. I guess, I don't know, I just, uh, I sit back and watch it. But you know what, ladies and gentlemen, this is not the first time. This Presidents went after each other, former presidents, current president. They've been going after each other forever, doing weird stuff. And it's just this whole thing, what a mishmash and nutcases. All right, well, try to behave, and then I'll talk to you with the family in a couple hours. Absolutely. See you soon. Thanks very much. Kristen Burt, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, I just want to finish this story, and we'll get, uh, get to a break here in a second. But uh, I'll just read this through again because, you know, that was about 10 minutes. What's your policy on people starting to eat at a restaurant before everyone has their meal? Well, we talked about it. Uh, 62% of people say it's not cool to start eating before everyone else's uh, food has arrived, unless the waiter has specifically said there will be a delay. 38% said it's cool to start eating your food ASAP. Again, I, I don't, you, get, you don't care about that, do you? No, it doesn't bother me. No, especially yeah, when you have kids. You're just like, just yeah. start, just stop yelling and eat, start eating. That's true. 87% of people say it's not cool to argue with a host about wait times because you see empty tables if you don't have a reservation. Well, just because you see empty tables, it doesn't mean they're not reserved. That's kind of weird. 73% say it's not cool to ask for something that's not on the menu. Again, there are reasonable expect, uh, exceptions, excuse me, like allergies or dietary restrictions. Most places should at least allow you to remove items you can't eat. 58% uh, said it's not cool to tip less than 20% if the service was good. Those who said it's fine may have a lower default tip, but it's not, uh, it's not that they refuse to tip at all. 37% said it's not cool to take photos of your meal. Why? Who cares if you take a photo of your... Why would you care, really? <clears throat> yeah, it does seem a little weird. You know, whatever. I get that everybody wants to show people what they're eating nowadays, because... Mostly, I believe it's because people are creatively bankrupt, So they, but yeah. they want to post things to Instagram, so they take pictures of their meal. It's like, you didn't make that. You're just eating it. Like, who cares what, what restaurant right. you're at? 
But if when you're trying to like just chow down through your BLT and you look over and there's somebody standing on a chair to get the aerial view of their chicken parmesan, yeah. you're like, could you get off the chair? I'm trying to eat. Yeah, I don't understand why you'd want to take a picture of me. But God bless you. You want to do that? I don't care. Sure. Take all the pictures you want. Good for you. And finally, about half, 49% of people say it's not cool to ask for your check to be split more than four ways. Holy hell. What? Be there for another hour paying the bill. Another half says it's not cool to ask for separate bills after the check arrives at the table. I don't worry about that. However you want to do it, you want me to pay, I'll pay. You want to go halfies, we'll do that. I what I don't care. Yeah, especially for a guy who likes points on his credit card. I'd much rather put it on my yeah. credit card and then you pay me. Yeah, there you go. Absolutely. We shall take a break. Be right back right after this. Tom Bernard. Tom show. Bernard here. You might not know this about me and about my family, but we're kind of Nissan strong. I say that because I own a Nissan Altima from Walzer Nissan. I love it. My son Andy owns a Nissan Rogue Sport from Walzer Nissan. And my daughter-in-law, Melissa, yep, you guessed it, drives the Nissan Kicks. And Cart's grandson, Ethan, safely around town, also purchased at Walzer Nissan. You want to know who else is Nissan strong in the Twin Cities? Walzer Nissan and their trifecta of stores. Down south, GM Dan Resch at Walzer Nissan in Burnsville. West of the Metro, just off Highway 12 and Wyzetta Boulevard, is Casey Novotny's Walzer Nissan Wyzetta. And in Coon Rapids, north side of Highway 10 and around Lake Boulevard, Jay Buck runs the show at this Nissan store. Nissan strong and loyal like me and my family. Even if you're just Nissan curious, go to walzer.com and select the Walzer Nissan store nearest you. Walzer.com. I'm due for an oil change. Maybe I'll see you there. This is Bob Sansevier, and I want to tell you about Dave Bialki from Bialki Law. Dave represented my wife, Mary, when she had a significant workplace injury. She was very happy with the job Dave did. If you have a work-related injury and have Dave represent you, I'm betting you'll be happy too. Dave is a down-to-earth guy. He grew up in northern Minnesota, rides a Harley, and worked various jobs doing concrete, electrical, plumbing, roofing, and carpentry work. Dave works for people with work-related injuries. If you work construction, or anywhere for that matter, and you're hurt or even just hurting, you should talk to Dave. Let's face it, our bodies wear out. If your body is worn out from work, if your knees or back or shoulders hurt from things you do at work, do what Mary did. Call Dave and talk to him about it at Bialki Law to set up a free initial conversation consultation. The number to call is 763-571-2410. That's 763-571-2410. Or visit BialkiLaw.com. That's B-I-A-L-K-E Law.com. Have you Googled yourself lately? Are there negative posts from an ex-employee or a former client? Maybe an outdated news article or sensitive personal information about your family? Search engines don't always get it right. But right or wrong, it's your reputation on the line. That's where Reputation Defender by Norton comes in. One of the most trusted names in online reputation repair, Reputation Defender has been fixing people's search results for over 15 years. Their cutting-edge approaches help you to wipe away unwanted information in your search results. They also promote the good stuff so that it rises to the top, helping you put your best foot forward. Your good name is too valuable to leave to the whims of a Google algorithm. Take control with Reputation Defender. You can start by getting your free reputation report card at reputationdefender.com or call 800-401-6681 to speak to an expert. That's 800-401-6681. I'm Dr. Stork. 
Eggs are a staple in our diets, and there's only one egg with more delicious farm-fresh taste plus superior nutrition. Eggland's best. With more vitamins, including six times more vitamin D and 10 times more vitamin E, plus 25% less saturated fat than ordinary eggs. Available in so many delicious varieties. Classic, cage-free, and organic. Eggland's best. Better taste, better nutrition, better eggs.